What's up, MS Jimmers? We're going to try this again because <laughs> I just tried to come live and then it just completely crapped out on me. So uh, we're going to try this again. So hopefully it'll work. Um, okay. So if you have not been in the MS Gym, I'm, uh, I'm Trevor. Welcome. Uh, these, are the, these are the Motivation Mondays, the mindset videos that we do. We do one on, on Monday and then Misty does one on Wednesday called Misty Moments where we really dive into the, the, the mindset and the lifestyle and the, um, just the, the things that you guys go through as MSers. And I've seen uh, working with MSers for over 20 years, uh, the experience and the things that, that are not just physical but emotional and, and physical and spiritual and just you know social and relational and all that kind of stuff. So um, what we're doing right now in the first seven weeks of the year – uh, thanks to the brilliant idea from my wife, is we're going through a book called The Traveler's Gift. And in this book, it really talks about seven life principles that, uh, that, that this guy David Ponder goes through and learns as his life falls apart. And he is basically saying like, why? Why God me? Why me? Why me? Why does my life suck so bad? Why are you taking all this? Why are you doing this to me? And and really having this freak out moment and this kind of pity party for why me. And so the fictional book takes this character on a, on a journey through time in these of, uh, uh, and it goes through these historical figures and he learns lessons from different people. And so, uh, in this lesson, he, he really, he really gets a lesson about, uh, about having a decided heart. And I love this one. This is, really kind of like my, like Misty talked about last week about, you know, kind of the, the action, the active decision. And she really likes the, the, uh, the decision to be active, to take action. And she also likes the decision to like, to choose to be happy. Right. And mine is this one. I love this one. And it's basically, I have a decided heart. And the reason why I like this one is because it's really like making the decision to have a decided heart has helped me through some really, really tough times in my life. Um, so I was a bullied kid. Uh, I was I was overweight as a kid, so to speak, by today's standards with uh, the, around, the amount of youth obesity. I was nowhere near that, but you know... I, uh, I, I just, I was seventh grade and I was still holding on to my belly, my, uh, my belly, well, belly fat, but my baby fat and all that kind of stuff. And I was, I just was kind of, I was just a husky kid. Like I was an offensive lineman, you know, like I, I played sports, I was athletic and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the, when I was in seventh grade, there was a group of five to six ninth graders who were basically what would be freshmen in high school right now. They chose to torment me and bully me and make fun of me and call me every name that you could have in the book calling a a, a, a kid fat and all kinds of crap, man. And I got beat up. I got, I had three of them jump me, like three ninth graders against a seventh grader. Way to go, guys. You're studs. I mean, they snapped my glasses in half. They shoved my face in the snow. I was bloodied. And I never really let anybody know. Like, I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. Until one day I came home and I just was, ah, I'm going to start crying. Uh, I came home and I just lost it. And my dad's like, what's going on? I'm like, whoa, what happened to you? 
because my my face was all cut up, my glasses were broken, my nose was kind of bloody, my lip was cut. So I told my dad what happened, and he looked at me, and I love my like my dad passed away seven years ago, and he was like my hero, like he was my guy, he was my king, and he was he was it, man. He was like the best man that I've known on this planet. Um, and he looked at me and he, and he goes, well, you have a decision to make. What do you want to do? And I had to sit there and I was like, what do you mean? What do I want to do? Like, he's like, well, what do you want to do? Like you have a decision to make. You can do nothing. You can do, hi ladies. You can do nothing. You can, we can go hunt them down. (laughs) I can go drive to all their parents' houses and we can have a little chat. You can get in a fight in school. Like, what do you want to do? And I told my dad at that point, I'm like, I don't ever want to let him get me again. I don't ever want to feel like I'm weak again. I don't ever want to feel like I have to surrender just to be a good kid and not fight back. Like, I want to fight back. And my dad's like, well, do you want to do that with your fists or do you want to do that with your your brain? And I'm like, I want to do with my brain. And he's like, okay, so we're going to start working out together. And then I'm going to start exercising with you. Oh, I'm going to cry. (laughs) Um, And he's like, we're, we're going to show you how strong you are. And from that day, like that weekend, he built me a gym. We went to like Target and we bought weights and my dad built a gym in the clubhouse and we started, and that was my thing. So I was like literally 12 years old and I was like, put, I was, I was working out. So exercise became freedom for me. Exercise. You guys are going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. My dad was, he was awesome. And he taught me how to be a good dad. So my girls are lucky. And he taught me how to be a good coach. And he taught me how to be a good, a good man and care for people and fight for people that can't fight for themselves. Because I was one of them. Dude, I'm seriously like five minutes in and I'm crying. I don't know if I'm making through this. (laughs) But I was always on the lookout for someone in trouble. Like, I was the one that made friends with the disabled kids in high school. I was the ones that that fended off the bullies that were tormenting some of the, like, special needs kids in high school. Like, I I rocked some kids in the face uh, because they were making fun of one of my buddies who was a special needs kid when I was in high school. Because here's the thing that happened, you guys. In eighth grade... Uh, I grew in eighth grade. It paid off in eighth grade. I lost all my body, my belly fat, my baby fat, and I became an athlete. And I vowed to use my strength to help, obviously, to do well on the on the you know on the football field and in the pool. But I vowed that I would never let somebody pick on somebody that was less that they thought that was less than them just because they were they were different and they were special or they were whatever like I have such an intolerance for bullying that it it, it literally, literally like gives me righteous anger so with that said my dad taught me the lesson of a decided heart you have to make the decision of what your heart is going to do and it's not a head decision it's a heart decision because when you decide with your heart that you are going to be something and you are going to become someone and you are going to stand for something and you are going to be remembered as someone who did as it remembered as as being a person who acts and lives and speaks and serves and loves in some way 
It's one of the most powerful decisions that you can ever make. And so when I read this chapter, all I think about is my dad and me and having these talks about all through my life where he's like, well, buddy, like, what do you want to do? He always asked me what I wanted to do. And he would walk me through it and tell me like the pros and cons and help me come to a good decision. And I miss him because I have to, you know, Misty, Misty helps me with that now. Um, not to that degree, but you know, from, from a dad to his son, like that's a huge deal. And, uh, you know, and now like after I, when I read this, this chapter in this book and he talks about the fact that you have to, once you decide in your heart that you are going to do something, it's very hard to sway a decided heart. It's very hard for the wind to blow something that's running full force in one direction. It's very hard for the waves to take out an, a, a, a boat with an engine in it that's cutting through those waves. And for you guys, with it's called Jennifer, it's called The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. And so for you guys with MS... Like your enemies and your bullies are MS. Your bullies, uh, your bully is MS. Your bully are the people that left you. Your bully are the people that said, eh, this is about as far as we can come. Your bullies are the ones that are like, eh, not much more I can do with you or... This is a progressive disease. You you know you understand that, right? Don't get your hopes up. Your bullies are the are the people in your family that really don't understand you, and that tell you basically like, well, are you, why are you putting? Are you, are you sure? Like, you know, you know, don't get your hopes up is basically what they're saying. Or you come in and you're all like, yeah, like check out the MSGM. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. And they're not really that excited. Because they're like, well, you know, I don't want to get their hopes up and I know they're really excited, but what if they have a, you know, what if they have, you know, a flare up and they get taken out? And so it's not that those people are bad people and I don't want to portray that, but the, the way that it makes you feel, the sense of not being understood, not being heard, not being validated, not being accepted, not being welcomed, being rejected, uh, being turned on, being let down, being passed along, being dismissed, being not like someone not having the time to pour into you and really understand your story. Those, that, those are bullying actions. And the thing is, is that ultimately your brain has your best interest at heart, right? Your brain wants you to survive. MS is bullying your brain. And so your brain is going into a protective mode, trying to figure out how to keep you functioning and moving and living. That's why it locks down. That's why it goes into spasticity. That's why you feel stiff. That's why it doesn't let you get up. That's why it, it takes every possible option out of the equation that can make you fall, get hurt, or, or, you know, or die. And so that's the thing, you guys, is that it's that MS is the bully. Your brain is part of your body, and your brain is the thing that's going to get you out of this because your brain's first 
takes in information and then it feeds it to your heart and then your heart has to decide what to do and then your heart tells your brain this is what we're doing this is how I'm going to decide this is how I'm going to think we're not dealing with this bully anymore we made a decision to move forward so all of our thoughts are going to be towards that direction and not towards this direction where these jerks over here are pulling me this way or beating me down on this side we're going that way so please you guys don't hate your body. Don't hate your brain because it's all you got. And if you have negative emotions in your brain or towards your brain and towards your body, you're going to hate yourself. Don't do it. Don't punish yourself and punish your body and tell your body, I hate you. Hate the disease. Hate the condition. Hate the fact that there's a there's a part of you, the, the, the bad part of the human brain is that it can make up lies and it can make up things and it can, it can create false senses of perception, false senses of reality and make you think that there's something that you're less than when in fact you are greater than. So MS is part of you, you guys, but it's just your challenge. It's just your challenge. Do not give that bully the time of day. Because I can tell you straight up, when you when you stand up and you, and you get up finally, and you stand up and you look at that bully and you punch him in the nose, he's going away. Because bullies can't handle when you fight back very often. And even if you fight back and you lose, they're going to be like, whoa. Like, uh, he's not just going to lay down anymore. Because two of the guys that bullied me and beat me up, and and I thought that I was a piece of crap kid, and I was a I was so I was so worthless because I was so weak. Because these people made me believe that I was weak because I was fat. Right, literally, that was what was in my head. I met these kids on the football field later, and I was a freshman. And the one kid that was the worst kid, we were freshman football, and he was a junior, and he was on varsity. And there was this drill <coughs> where we had to lay on our backs. It's called bull in the ring. We lay on our backs, back to back, head to head, on our backs, and we're looking up at the sky. And all of a sudden, you look up, and if the ball comes towards you, you're the running back. If the ball doesn't come towards you, you're the middle linebacker. Your job is to get up, and you gotta you if you're the linebacker, you gotta take out the running back, and if you're the running back, you gotta get past that linebacker. Well, guess who got the ball? The bully got the ball. That kid got the ball. This 11th grader jumped up, and here I am as a freshman who's been working out, fueled by uh, a little bit of uh, intense feelings towards this guy. And I tell you what, you guys, I, t- I-, I pointed him out. They're like, hey, Wiccan, who do you want? I pointed right at that kid and said, I want him. I didn't even say anything. I just like, right there. And this kid got a little smirk on his face. He laid on his back. I was on my back. Guess what? The ball went to him. I got up, and they yell out, ball. And if you don't see the ball, you know that you're the defender. I hopped up, saw that kid. I ran I ran full speed towards him. And I, I, I know a lot of people aren't into violence and this and that, but I lit that kid up, lifted him off. I hit him so hard. I lifted him off his feet, broke his chin strap, and his face mask. And guess what? Then I helped him up. And guess what? A week later, I took his starting position. That's right. I took his starting position. So that's a lesson in the fact that like, you will have an opportunity 
to run face forward towards MS and be like, you're not taking me out. You will have an opportunity to wake up in the morning and decide whether you're going to conquer MS today or you're just going to lay here in bed and let it conquer you. You're going to have an opportunity where you have a you have a flare-up or a relapse and you're like, am I going to just let this thing take me out or am I going to do whatever I can today to move? Because guess what? As, as amazing as some of the victory stories are that you guys are posting when you're rocking it and you've had two good weeks and you're walking up a hill and you're rocking with your kid and you're, and you're dancing again and you're doing all this great stuff, there is equal power and celebration to have in those days where you feel horrendous, horrible, taken out and defeated and you still move. You still practice. You get up and you turn around and you have every opportunity to shy away from that bully, but instead you're like, nah, I pick you. I'm going to take you out. You're bigger than me. You're older than me. You're faster than me. And you have the position that I want, but I'm choosing you. I'm taking a risk. I'm putting myself on the line. I'm putting my value on the line. I'm putting my worth on the line. I'm putting my strength on the line. And guess what? When you move and when you exercise and when you persevere past that bad day, guess what? You punch MS in the face. You take him out and bull in the ring. You knock his butt to the ground. You break his face mask. You bloody his nose. You make him afraid of you. And you take that position and you take it for yourself. Because guess what? It's your life. It's your brain. It's your heart. MS can't have it if you don't give it to him. MS can't have it if you stand up and you punch. MS can't have it unless you lay there and just let him keep beating on you. MS can't have it if you choose to work out. If you say, I don't want to be weak anymore. I don't want to be strong. Or, I, don't, I want to be strong. I don't want to lay down anymore. I don't want to let them get me anymore, Dad. I don't want to let them get me anymore, Dad. Say it. I don't want to let them get me anymore, Coach. Talk to your husband or your wife. I don't want to let them get me anymore. Talk to your kids. MS isn't getting any more, guys. He's not getting me any more, kids. Talk to your friends. Talk to your fellow MS gymmers in here. Because you need to decide in your heart right now that you win. That this body is yours. This body can heal. This body can get stronger. This brain can change. This heart can be mended. And this spirit can be ignited to the point where it is unstoppable. Yeah, you may lose some days. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Matthew Price. Heart's on fire, dude. Go play it. Rocky Four soundtrack. It's one of the best training montages on the planet. Heart's on fire. Strong desire. Rages deep within. That's right. I hear it. But that's the thing, you guys. That's the thing. It's your body. It's your heart. It's your mind. It's your life. It's your family. It's your future. It's your chance to contribute to the world. And if you lay down and don't fight back, you're missing out. MS chose you, but guess what? Choose it. Choose it. Stand up and be like, I choose you to fight back against. I choose you to knock down. I choose you to challenge to get past me.
and decide with your heart, man. Decide with your heart. Decide with your heart that you will not be defeated. And just say to yourself, I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated. Do you know what that means? Like you may suffer some losses, but you are undefeated. You may have some bad days, but you are undefeated. You may have some new symptoms flare up, but you are undefeated. Because you got this crew. You have this community. You have me. You have Misty. You have your moderators. You have every team member that I'll ever bring on. You are undefeated. You are a champion. You are victory. You are strength. You are faith. You are belief. You are a miracle. And you need to live that out. I know you're going to have bad days. I know you're going to have days when you're like, I'm not, man. I feel defeated. You're not defeated. Because guess what? You have tomorrow. Guess what? You're getting back up. Guess what? You have the resources. Guess what? You have the community. Guess what? You have the, you have the choice still to either, 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 either move forward or stay where you're at. Astrid, you are a beast, baby. MS is in trouble. I like it. Woo! I love it. I love it. So that's what I'm talking about, you guys. Like, the decided heart. You will not be swayed. You will not be convinced otherwise. You will not be told no. You will not be blown off anymore. You will be heard. People will see you. People will recognize your success. People will recognize what you're going through. People will recognize your victories. People will recognize that you're not giving up. People will see that you are truly a human being that is overcoming challenge. Every great story has an enemy or an adversity that we have to overcome. And every great story has a hero. You guys are that hero. If you're watching this, you are a hero. If you're in the MS gym, you're a hero. If you're in the membership program, you're a hero. If you're trying to get someone to join the MS gym, you're a hero. If you're not giving up because you want to be a mom and a dad to your kids again, you're a hero. If you're fighting for your marriage, you're a hero. If you're fighting to get back on your feet so you can serve a population that needs you, you're a hero. And I'm telling you straight up, from the bottom of my heart, like you're my hero. <laughs> like you guys are my hero. Because you've been bullied. And you've been beaten up. And you've been threatened. And you've been dismissed. And you've been let down. And you've been disappointed. But you still keep going. Like you guys are my heroes. You guys are my heroes. And I'm glad. I'm glad I got bullied. I'm glad I got beat up. I'm glad I had people tell me I was worthless and I was nothing so that I could I could I could overcome that. And I'm glad that I had a dad who <laughs> watched out for me and knew the right questions to ask me. He wasn't going to go fight my battles for me. He wasn't going to tell me that it was all going to be okay and it was all going to go away tomorrow. 
He asked me, what do you want to do? How do you want to fight back? And here's what we got to do to get there. You guys have an opportunity to fight with me, to bleed with me, to cry with me, to suffer with me, but also to have victory with me and win with me and win with yourselves and win with your family and win with this community because this is real. I'm glad that I made the decision to start using exercise as my freedom because right now I sit here and I speak to you and tell you that exercise is a tool to your freedom. But that decision that you make in your heart is the tool and the weapon that you are going to use to fight through those bad days, fight through those adversities. It's also the tool that you're going to use to be filled when you celebrate, when you achieve victory. It's also that tool that you're going to use to serve others, to encourage others, to love on others, to welcome others, to accept others, to tell others that they are worthy and they are loved. So I love you guys so much. I thank you for being here. I thank you for uh, letting me just share some of the some of the hard parts of my life so you know that this is real. And so I can let you know what I feel, that I feel you, I get you, I understand you. And that it doesn't matter if it's people or it's a disease or it's some situation like when you feel that sense of being bullied and you feel an attack and you feel some adversity or opponent coming against you, you got to stand up, you got to turn and face them, you got to point them out and you'd be like, not now, not today, not anymore. I got your number. Run towards me because I'm running back towards you even faster and even harder. And that's how you need to live your life. I'm with you. I will give you the tools. I have your back. I will never leave you. I will never let you down. I will always believe in you. I will always love you. I will always support you because you guys are my tribe. You guys are my family. And you mean the world to me. So thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me share. My heart is full. It's racing right now because I'm so excited for everything that's ahead. And uh, it's also very calm knowing that, that I can love a group of people this much. And that as much as the darkness wanted to take me out and the sins of other people wanted to tell me that I was nothing, I know right now by all these comments coming in that I am something. That I am something. That I am someone. That I have a purpose. That my pain has turned into a passion. My pain has turned into a power. My pain has turned into a pursuit to set you guys free. And I'm honored to be walking this out with you guys. So thank you so much for being here. I love you. Have an amazing day. Decided heart for you guys. Decided heart for you guys. Decide to be here and decide to succeed. I'll talk to you guys later.